Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vibe Body and Abundant Life podcast. This is an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting edge, mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you, to share their wisdom, their tools, supporting you to move beyond fear, self-doubt, those limiting beliefs that may have be that may be holding you back, plus helping you to heal pain, illness, and past trauma. I am your host, Tanya Penny, an occupational, uh, occupational therapist and vibrant body and abundant life catalyst and coach. And I'm here because I'm devoted to helping you have a healthy body, a peaceful mind, a balanced life, so that you can fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and really ultimate freedom. Ah, So today, I am excited to share the wisdom of Dee Wallace with you. We are going to be diving into the very important topic of cultivating self-love and worth. And at the end of the call today, we're going to be opening up the line for a few questions. If you are on the phone, which I see we have lots of people on the phone today, you can raise your hand, star two, and whenever you want to do that throughout the call today is fine, and um, I'll go ahead and and pick a few people. And um, you can also, if you're on the webcast, submit your questions at the bottom of the screen. So we look forward to connecting with some of you live today, and um, yeah, just seeing how we can all look at this pretty big, I would say, issue on the planet right now that that does cause a lot of issues um, personally um, and globally, not having enough self-love and worth. So a little bit about Dee before we dive in today. Dee Wallace is an internationally known actress, speaker, and has appeared on every major network and talk show, including Oprah and The Today Show. Ms. Wallace earned her teaching credentials from the University of Kansas, principles she found empowering for children. Her work is based on the principles of accepting responsibility and loving ourselves early in life to create the life we desire. She is a strong advocate for accepting our own magnificence and power in a positive, loving way. Dee's important message to the world is love yourself beyond anyone or anything else. Love yourself so much that you can't do anything that doesn't make you love yourself more. Ooh, I love that. Welcome, Dee. Oh, so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, such an honor. I'm, I'm so happy. I know your schedule is busy. Um, as we were talking about before, you said you um, are continuing to act and are in several, have several movies coming out this year. Is that correct, or are they coming out next well, we're not sure when they're coming out. We just finished them in um, March and April, 
Um, wow. So, uh, yeah, uh, two very, very, very different movies, a family film and a horror film, <laughs> which oh my kind of, <laughs> that kind of sums me up right there. So I've, oh, my God, I, I love uh, that. <laughs> I've studied fear all my life through my acting and through my living, and uh, then I put my other hat on and teach people how to get out of fear and live in love and joy. So they're they're more connected than anybody ever imagines. Wow, I'd like to hear more about that. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit bit about how those are connected? I mean, I, I'm kind of getting the gist of it, but I think that's just an interesting, yeah, interesting. Well, you know, when uh, uh, when you're when you become an expert on something, you become an expert on something because you have experience with it. And you've studied mm-hmm. it, and yeah. you've looked into the inner workings of it. So, um, yeah, a lot of the th- things that I've done in my career, um, Cujo and the Howling and um, not so much E.T., of course, but a lot of things have been in the horror genre. And so in doing that, as an actor, you really have to go into the places in yourself. What causes me fear? How do I react mm-hmm. to fear? How does fear control me? Right? Um, and I can tell you from doing almost 200 films over the course of my career, the biggest person, the biggest boogeyman we're running away from is ourselves. Because oh, we yeah. just don't turn around and face the monster, which is not a monster at all, when you turn around and really start dealing with yourself and loving yourself. So that's, in a nutshell, how they're all connected. Wow, I love that. I love how you, um, <laughs> I love how you connected that for us. That's interesting. And um, speaking of self-love, tell us a little bit um, about your journey and why you are such a big um, I guess, advocate for self-love and and helping people step into their self-worth, self-empowerment, self-confidence. How how did you get to this place of being an advocate? I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, as we all are, one of my books is called Bright Light. And Mm. we all come in, guys. First of all, everything starts as light and gets lowered into manifestation through thought and focus. We all come in as light. And then that light starts becoming formed through how we're taught, the modeling that we watch, the experiences that we have. And Mm. what I realized... Again, and there's no better way to practice this than being an actor where you get rejected over and over and over and over again. Um, How important loving yourself and knowing your own self-worth is in the creation of your body, in the creation of your success, in the creation of your money and your abundance. um, Because... If if we stop and ask ourselves who we want to give everything to, it's the people we love the most in our life. And usually, because of false teachings, 
we are at the end of the line if we're in that line at all. Because most of us were taught to give ourselves up, um, to conform, to not ask for what we want, that we're nicer people. God will love us more if we shut up and we follow the norms. And these are incredibly false teachings that were taught to our parents and their parents and their parents that have been taught down as a form of control um, put out through the rules of religion and society. And they're just false teachings, guys, and you're the only, you know the truth, you're your highest truth, always. And when you go to your heart and ask yourself, do I have permission to love me? The God of you will unquestionably answer, you bet. And that is the beginning of your freedom. That's the beginning of your empowerment. That is when you start going, okay, how can I? Instead of, oh, I shouldn't, or I can't, or I don't know how. Those are all questions we ask ourselves when we don't love ourselves enough to embrace and um, really empower our own desires. Mm, and I think, absolutely, I love everything you just said and, and agree 100%. And I think there's also you know, that conditioning you talked about, those beliefs. And then also, truth is, many of us did not have healthy role models. My parents, I didn't see my parents loving themselves. I saw my mom being a people pleaser, like you said, constantly putting herself last. Yep. Um, you know, I saw my dad actually being, you know, he was just really a perfectionist, really hard on himself and really critical of other people. So, you know, that gets passed down, right? That's yeah, which, by the way, awesome. you know, if you're a perfectionist, you have to criticize other people because it it raises you up. So I I can right. be more perfect if I criticize them. I can feel right more. I can be good know. enough. I can be better. <laughs> right, and and that's very indicative of I don't have the right to just know how I'm good enough and know how good everybody else is too. And that's what we want to strive for: is everybody gets the right to create themselves as they want, through the experience that they're creating for themselves in this lifetime. And I get to do the same thing. Mm. And I honor them, and I know that they honor me. But, you know, we're taught from the time we can understand anything that um, we're judged when we do that, and we're not liked when we do that. And um, we're taking risks. Um, with people in society and certainly God if we go, wow, I'm the God of me, I'm beautiful, I'm magnificent, and now I want to work with the God of all. And by the way, I use the word God, please feel free to put in creative force, universal love, uh, the divine principle, 
whatever works for you, the that energy, the creative force energy, really doesn't care what you call it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it just wants you to make a choice and decide what you want, feel love and excitement around it, hold your focus on it, and then ask that energy to come in and partner with you. See, you know that you deserve it. You <laughs> that bet. you're worthy of it, right? Know well, that you're worthy of it. <laughs> if you love yourself, you know you're worthy of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the good book, we're told that God said, these things and more will you do also. These miracles and more will you do also. So go do them. But then man came in and said, oh, no, no, no. You're not worthy to do that. You're not even worthy to sit at the feet of Christ. And even if you've left organized religion and you're dealing in the spiritual uh, realm, trust me, your cells remember those eons and eons and eons of teachings that we had yeah. about that, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. what's happening is a lot of the strict religious teaching has moved into the realm of what we call spirituality, but in the in spiritual circles, I still hear, I'm waiting for a sign. I'm waiting for <laughs> God to tell me what to do. I'm waiting for a sign from my guides. And I'm telling everybody, if you can get this one principle your life can change exponentially. They're waiting for you. Yeah. God helps him who helps himself. You've got to choose and commit toward what you want. And then the universe opens up something crazy, you guys. It's crazy to watch. I mean, for example, you know, because I teach this. And I'm still learning it. And that goes on forever, by the way. Forever and ever and ever and ever. We're just expanding (laughs) our understanding. (laughs) So I was at a personal appearance. And I'm going, you know, why are there not more people at my table? I don't understand. I always do really well at this particular appearance. And I started asking the question that I didn't want and wasn't going to get the answer from. Why aren't people here? Why aren't I doing better? Well, I was Mm. into that for about an hour, and then I had a V8 moment, and I went, oh, my God, you are so not doing what you teach. What do Mm -hmm. you want? I want more people at the table. I want to give to the people at my table. I want to receive from the people at my table. I want to do really well today because there's an even exchange of giving and receiving and I'm feeling, do you know it took a half an hour for everything to turn around? And then I actually found myself having a thought four hours later, my God, could I just have a break to go to the bathroom? It's that, (laughs) it really does happen that fast. But you've got it to can. catch yourself. Yeah. You but know, we keep we... asking what's wrong instead of how can I, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And so for everybody listening, like what is what is a simple way 
that you use on a daily basis to shift, like when you catch yourself in maybe a not loving, um, low vibration kind of energy or you know, thoughts going on, what is, what is like some simple thing that you use on a daily basis to switch out of that? I know you, you kind of gave an example that that was a little bit um, about that, but yeah, if you could go into it a little bit more, I would love to hear what you Well, use. first of all, you've got to switch yourself back. And um, I, I just did a big webinar on being switched, and most people haven't even heard those terms before. But little mm. tiny things, like even walking into a doctor's office, you know, the white coat center, that it can switch your energy. And when your energy gets switched, your heart closes, your chakras close, um, because you go into kind of a protection mode, which is what I did with why aren't more people coming to my table? I need to protect myself. I feel like I'm getting hurt here, right? It's a silly analogy, and that's why I'm using it. Um, uh, being too tired can switch your energy. So, uh, And certainly any time you listen to the news today, is going to sh- shift your energy. There's so much anger, oh, yeah. so much fear being put out there. It's it's crazy. So if you're not consciously creating the moment that you're in, your subconscious and your brain is going to pick that up and your energy is going to get switched. So there's three really easy ways that you can bring yourself back into balance. The first one is start laughing. Now, you don't need a reason to laugh. You just need to make the choice. Okay, this is really BS where I'm at right now. I'm going to start laughing, which brings you back to objectivity. The second thing you can do is tap the bone right over both your ears with your hands and then take one hand, find the indentation in your throat, which is over your thyroid, And as you tap it, just exhale (sighs) while you tap it two or three times. So you tap over your ears and you tap over your um, thyroid, that indentation, while you exhale. That's the second one. The third one is you make a fist and you face your fingers towards your eyes. And you're going to bring your fist in towards your eyes as you pop your fingers open like a firework at the same time. Boom. And that will will unswitch you. And so they're very easy, but you just have to be conscious enough of the subtle changes in your energy uh, when you drop out of your power, right? Mm. Um, You know, your mother-in-law looks at you and goes, oh, you're going to wear that dress? You can switch your energy. (laughs) You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. We all know that one. (laughs) Family can can switch energy pretty fast. Oh, (laughs) such big time. Such big time. So it's good to have these tools, right? Realizing you don't, you know, once you become aware that your energy's been switched, and I love the laughing one. I use that a lot. Um, yeah. And I think humor. I think humor is very healing, just for any like for anything that you're going through. Well, they've right? proven that um, scientifically. Yeah. They've proven that. Yeah. Um, it it shifts your shell, uh, your cells, 
it shifts uh, the stress level. And we know that stress causes inflammation, and that's really the root of most diseases that we have. So the more you laugh, the more you have fun, the more you lighten up, the better, you know, your body becomes, the more vibrant your body becomes. And by the way, the more money wants to come to you, the happier you are. Yeah. The more success wants to find you, the happier you are. So, um, again, the more you love yourself, the more happiness you're going to feel about yourself. So it all works and, in tandem and and, and yeah. harmony with each other. It's all connected. And I think so many of us have been conditioned, too, um, to look outside ourselves. Right. Yeah, and, and if we're not, yeah. And if we're not getting love, if so and so doesn't love us, um, I'll just give an example. Like I have a client that we're working on right now. You know, her moving through the belief that if my mother doesn't love me, then I'm not lovable. Um, yeah. She had a pretty, you know, she had a pretty traumatic childhood. Yes, but I, neither, I want you to share with her that she's yeah. holding on to that as an excuse not to move forward for herself. Absolutely. So we're working and that's on kind of tough that love. Way. That's kind yep. of tough love. But that's what we need to hear. You can't use your old stories anymore, guys. I mean, you can, but you're not going to get you the vibrant body and the abundant life that you want, for sure. Absolutely. You have Holding on to those and, old stories. Oh, my God. It's, I say, if you're pointing the finger toward anybody or anything, you're stuck. Turn that yeah. little finger around towards you and go, here's my answer right here. So if my mom didn't love me, there's not a darn thing I'm going to do to change that. My little girl or my little boy inside me has that experience of not being loved from my mom. But the question you need to ask is, do you want to continue then being your mom? Or are you going to start loving you right now? Because changing her ain't going to happen. So, you know, I also do a lot of powerful work with a little child. And uh, in circumstances like that, you've got to go in and work with your little girl and your little boy and go, hey, it, it was really crummy. And I understand why you're sad. And I'm here to tell you, I'm going to love you now. We're not going to mm-hmm. dwell in all those things that don't feel good anymore. I want you to start experiencing how much I love you. And I will make up for mommy, for all of us. Now, oh dear, I I, I don't know your audience, but my channel is telling me to share with them also We exist on many different time and space continuums. Our energy, our consciousness. There's a lot of use in a lot of different places, right? They actually can hold you back on this plane if you are not consciously directing your life. So you make sure, uh, for example, with the uh, beautiful woman that we were just talking about, that she 
talks to all of her energy and all dimensions and says, look, you get on board with this now because I'm the boss on this dimension and all of us have to work together so that I move into loving myself and helping my little girl feel how much I love her. Hmm. I love that you brought up um, that time, space, other dimensions, um, including past lives too, right? And future lives. Yes. They're all they're all part of our energy. Time. <laughs> right? Yep. But we're the director of our energy on this plane. And so when you are consciously choosing the direction for your energy on this plane and directing all of your energy that exists in any time space continuum then all that energy has to be um, united in working with you on this plane. Hmm. I think that was important to bring up, whether whether everyone's on board with that or not. Maybe they needed to hear that. <laughs> maybe maybe that's new to some people listening. And so I think if you're hearing well, that, whether you're live or on, listening to the replay, this is this is important. Right. Well, you know, guys, energy. Yeah. All there is is energy. All there's ever been is energy. From the beginning of time, there was only energy. And that energy is still present today. So any energy that was you is still in this energy. And you've got to be the director and the lover of all of it. Hmm. Well, and I think a lot of us, you're talking about really stepping into your power and, and claiming, right? And, and claiming yourself and who you are. And Absolutely. But you got to love yourself enough to do that. I think Otherwise, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I was going to say, I think a lot of people are going back to fear. They're afraid of their power. They're afraid to well, love themselves. For so many reasons. And so what do you do with that? What do you do with that well, fear of I can, power? And... I can tell you you're afraid of power because you've been taught that the icky bad people are the ones that have all the power. Hmm. I mean, like, look what's going on in our government right now, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And we don't want to be like that. We want to have a higher consciousness. But. If we're going to do that, then we have to be and focus on higher consciousness. Right. Not we power over say, others. Power of self, but not over others, really. is. is you can't. Right? You can't. Yeah. You cannot create for another person unless they let you or they want you to. If they give their power away to you, you have some power over them because they're not consciously creating themselves. But, you know, it was always, you know, I grew up in Kansas. It was the rich people are the bad people. The rich people oh, yeah. are, are are the people who are out to get us and they're not honest and they're blah, 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 which is just not true. There's good rich the people. <laughs> there's good poor people. There's crummy rich people, there's crummy poor people. Who do you want to attract? But you see, the the whole show is also on abundance, right? You can't have 
more money, guys, if you judge money or you're judging people with money. Because then you're saying to the universe, I want more money, but wait a minute, I don't want money because then I'll be one of them. So, Mm. you know, you're a house divided against yourself, and the universe can't answer that. Yeah. I think a lot of us are holding those unconscious, um, unconscious limiting beliefs. And, yeah, how do you, what do you do if, like, People aren't always aware of that. So what do you suggest? You know, obviously for people listening now, there's a lot of us that are aware, but I'm pretty sure we've all got some of those hidden little, little, you know, gremlins. Well, I can tell you, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I need other people to help me shift those sometimes too, right? So what do you do with those um, when you well, become aware you, of it? What do you do it, with them? You, you have to start living consciously. Listen to what you say to other people. Um, listen to the thoughts that go through your head. Look at what you don't want, but don't get stuck there. As soon as you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. Um, A lot of times when I'm uh, teaching a workshop, somebody will come up and I'll go, okay, what, what what do you want financially? They want to work on money. Well, I don't want to be worried about money anymore. I don't want to. I'm so pissed off at my money, and every time I get money, I spend it or I lose it, or somebody comes in and I have to pay for. <laughs> they will spend a half an hour telling me what they don't want, and that's what most of us do. And the universe works like your brain. Whatever you're focused on. It's not going to judge, guys. It's going to give you the best match to what you're putting out that it can give you. So if you keep focused on, I hate money, I, you know, I'm scared of money, I don't have enough money, and I resent that, then you're going, you have to know, and I'm telling you, that you will keep creating that state of life for yourself. And that also kind of goes with the telling your old story again and again. <laughs> you bet. I think focusing, yeah, focusing on what you don't want and keep replaying that old story. Same, same stuff that keeps you stuck. Yeah. Why aren't people right? coming really, to my table is what I didn't want. <laughs> right. And, I'm, and then under, underneath that, oh, I must not be good enough, all that kind of crap that can, that can be sitting there as well. And then switching it around. So what I'm hearing you say is, you know, become aware, conscious awareness of you when you're in that place, when you're focusing on what you don't want. And it's just that simple is to become aware of it and then start silently or out loud, maybe even writing down what you do want. You bet. Writing, writing down stuff is, is important. And that goes all the way back to think and grow rich by Napoleon Mm -hmm. Hill, which I would suggest for anybody who is working on creating more of an abundant life in every subject. But, you know, guys, if creation works the same in every single subject that you're working with, it's the same. I know what I want. I'm committed to creating it. I feel 
into love and joy and excitement about it. I hold my focus on it. I ask the universe to partner with me. Hmm. Now, those are pretty simple steps to hear and a lifetime of conscious living to man uh, to to really manifest and and um succeed at and i think too to add like to be consistent with it like this isn't something you just do every once in a while oh like, no this is a way of life it's yeah. a daily practice i know it is for me um and it's you know, it's made a huge difference in my life, whether it was healing my body or just, like you said, bringing in more money, more love. It's like that consistency of of using these tools that we're talking about today, um, affirmations, um, the switch um, tools that you shared. You know, it's it's really about being consistent and taking that time on a daily basis. And I think a lot of people, that's where they struggle. So how, well, you know, those people that say, well, I don't have time or, you know, you know, all the sexy excuses we use, like, what do you have to say to that? And how do we, how do they get? I say that? don't. <laughs> don't use your excuses because wow. they're not working for you. You can see they're not yeah. working for you. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I go over this and then people go, well, yeah, but how can I? And I go, I just gave you the five things how you can. Well, yeah, but how do I do those? You choose to do those. You commit to you doing take the those. First step. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when I, it's much funnier when I act it out. But uh, when I teach my workshops, I do this whole thing with the door, because this is what most people are doing with their lives. Oh. On the other side of that door is what I think I want. So they take one step toward the door and then they go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe it's not what I want. Maybe I'm not safe going through that door. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm too young. Maybe I'm too fat to go through that door. Maybe I don't have enough energy anymore to go through that door. Maybe I'm not educated enough to go. And that's what they do their whole freaking life. And they never go through the door. And then they wonder why they're not getting what they want. You've or what got... if I get it and I lose it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, again, something, another thing an actor knows really well. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, if you get it and you lose it, you walk through the next door and the next door and the next door because you keep asking how can I how can I? How can I? I love myself. I believe in myself. I know the power of my own creation. How can I? And I know I'm worthy. <laughs> right? Yes, but you I'm see, worthy. walking through the door will give you the experience of being more worthy so that you are actually, when you take action, you are solidifying your self-worth. And everybody's using their self-worth to not walk through the door so they don't solidify their self-worth. Right. Therefore, yeah, continuing that vicious cycle. 
Yeah. I mean, and, then, and then beating yourself up. I didn't walk through the door. Oh, I'm going to beat myself up for that now and say stuff again. <laughs> yeah. What's the point? But, you know, again, Ooh. those eons and eons and eons of yeah. being taught that the meek inherit the earth and we're going to go to heaven if we're not powerful, those are pretty powerful messages for a lot of us. And they were taught to us by the powerful people who wanted to have power over us. Yes. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to move on from that one. Yeah, yeah, amen to that. Amen. So a lot of people have um, walking through the door. I like that. I like that metaphor um, in, in the story you gave. And again, there's a lot of you know, what if I walk through the door? What if I take this action? And as you spoke of before, I get rejected, right? Actors have to get, and you know, gosh, anybody who's out in the media as well has to get used to rejection. How do you get over that fear of rejection or fear of failure, which I think is another big one that holds a lot of us back from doing things that are really loving and nurturing and honoring of ourselves? How do you What's some tool or tip you can give for people listening to help them get over that fear of rejection and failure? Why do you think we're in fear of failure? Give me a song, any song that pops into your mind, Tanya. Um, I would say that sometimes I'm afraid of failure because then, oh, you know, what will people say when I fail? Or if I fail? Mm -hmm. Yep. Give me a song. I need a song. Any song that pops into your mind. Oh, an actual song. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but I think it's the, This Girl is on Fire. I don't know why that one just came in. This what? Uh, this Girl is on this... Fire. Okay. Yeah. I, I know exactly what that means. And it ties into everything we've been talking about. Oh, my God. They'll think I'm too <laughs> powerful. I'll be one of the crummy people that don't care about other people. I'll be one of the Mm. bad people because I'll be powerful and power gets money. That's what our belief system is. And we are. Mm. We're afraid of being judged for our power and our wealth more than we're afraid of being judged for failure. But it doesn't make any sense to us, so our our consciousness doesn't give us that answer. But, you know, it goes back to the Nelson and Mandela quote, you're you're more afraid of your light and what you're going to do with your light, which is how we started the call. You are light. What what form are you going to give your light by the direction and the choice and the focus of um, where you want to create it? It's mm. up to you. You can be a light like Hitler. You can be a light like Christ and anything in between. It will follow your choice and your focus. That really resonated. Yeah. yeah, that really resonated. And the other thing that came up, at least for me, 
um, with the girl on fire piece too is you know I think in many past lives I was was killed for you know quote unquote shining my light or speaking my truth and all of so it I think there might yeah I think we all everybody listening has been um pretty much guaranteed. all of it so what do but, we do with that you know um I got this from another healer that I used to listen to a long time ago, and I cannot remember her name, so forgive me. But she said in one of her broadcasts, you know, for those of you who believe in past lives and are focused on your past lives, I'd like to remind you this is the life you've been dying to live, so get on with it. Hmm. It so just being aware of it and saying and saying you know what that was past is past and let's exactly you know, look, the truth is <laughs> I'm not going to probably die in this lifetime from you know from speaking my truth probably not you know past lives yeah that the, was that was the, the truth that happened, is but. that the past even up to forty seconds ago has nothing to do with the creation of hmm. your future. Your past has nothing to do with what you're creating unless mm. you give so much power to your story that you keep living in your story and keep recreating the past again. So, sure, it's fun to talk about no, past lives. And, and <laughs> you know the reason that you get the pain in the shoulder because you had a sword go through it. Well, okay, fine. What are you going to do about it now? The only reason to delve into the past for anything is to see what you don't want and recreate it into what you do. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just energy. And the uh, one of the easiest ways to explain it is Plato. We've all played with Plato. So look Play-Doh. at that big blob of Play-Doh as your life. If you don't like what you've made out of your Play-Doh, squish it up and make something else. Mm. But don't keep <laughs> doing in the life that you don't want. It's not going to get you what you want, guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at the webcast here, Dee, and comments, and I would just like to bring a few up, if that's okay, and a few questions. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. Um, and then More if questions. you're on the phone, yeah, if you're on the phone, I know some people had their hands raised, and I don't know if they dropped accidentally or if they were tired of waiting, but if anyone on the phone wants to raise their hand and, and chat with us, uh, star two to do that as well. Okay, so Celia says, I have felt that being powerful meant that you were mean and I didn't want to be considered mean. Yep, that's your mother's uh, message to you. It's also a lot of past life things that you've dealt with, and it's a lot of future life things, which you can change all today. You see, you're the director of your own life. You know what you are what your consciousness is going to do with power mother mm-hmm. teresa was powerful oprah yeah. is powerful bill gates is powerful christ was powerful buddha powerful 
but they took their power and created good for other men. So it's your choice what you do with your power, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even working with the affirmation, right, that power is good. I am doing good with my power. That's right. Right. Because it is a choice. Absolutely. And let me um, say to everybody, too, that the most powerful force on this earth is love. So amen. love creates everything and love heals everything. And if you direct your power through love, it cannot be misused. And I feel See, like I want to also add, yeah, go ahead. I just wanted her to know she's not at the whim of her power. Her power is at the whim of her, but she's got to direct that. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I felt I felt that too, right? There's some fear of the power getting out, being out of control, or something, something to that effect. And when the truth is, we we are in control of our power, our actions, right? Our words, our thoughts, our actions. You bet. Um, the other the other thing that came in too with the whole power piece is, you know, if you continue to not step into your power and love yourself as part of that, you know. A lot of people listening are sick or have an illness, and you know I used to as well. I used to have MS, and you know part of my part of my healing, and I think part of everyone on the call, part if you're dealing with something like that, an illness or a sickness, when you start stepping into your power, loving yourself, taking those actions, you're gonna begin. Your body's gonna begin to heal. Um, you know, sometimes miraculously. It can happen within a few days, depending on what it is. You know, for me, it took a few years, but I just felt really important to add that piece into it as well. Like oh, you bet. Your cells, your cells respond to love and happiness and laughter unbelievably. And they've scientifically proven this. This isn't like that a movie. woo-woo. You know. Yeah, and that movie, the bleep do we know, right? That, that proves it too, like labeling water. Like with, with yeah. love, positive words versus the negative type of emotions and words. Yep. And yeah. and we get to choose that. See, if we live consciously, we get to choose this every moment of our lives. If you want money, love money. Oh, now you could even feel the energetic reaction to that over the phone. <laughs> I could feel there was a part of me that was like, like still in my solar plexus as much work as I've done on it. It's like, love yeah. money. We you all know, love money, my... guys. Yeah. What are you afraid of that you're going to do that's bad with your, you know, I have this great webinar um, on, on my site uh, entitled I Am Money. And they had me take a bunch of money and throw it on the floor and tell her, I, I want everybody to look at all the bad stuff this money does for the next two hours. Watch it now, because you can't trust it. Money has <laughs> no power except for what your consciousness gives it. Yeah. You know, I do so much good with my money. I, I help support my daughter in her dreams. I take care of a lot of people in my family. I give to charities that are important to me. Right now I'm giving politically um, to support 
what I believe in. Um, do a lot of work for animals because I love animals. Mm. You know, be powerful enough that you have so much money that you can do the joyful things you want to do with it. Everybody mm. wins, guys, and nobody loses. <laughs> I love that. Um, Maria says, why do I feel flat when I was all set to and looking um, to up and move out of state? So I guess Why does she feel what? Here. Why did she feel flat when she was all set and looking and looking forward to, I'm guessing, to move out of state? Well, I don't understand the word flat, but I guess she means unexcited, like deflated. Perhaps. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume that that's what she means. Hold on. She's... Oh, okay. Um, because she's subconsciously holding herself back because she doesn't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, all things are possible, guys. And you need to claim that every Oh, you direct your day. In this day-to-day, I am open to all possibilities of creation. Um, In this day-to-day, I experience love. Uh, I am power. I am respect is a a big one in this time right now. I am health and wellness in this day-to-day. In this day-to-day, I get to serve in love. And I get to be served in love. This is the direction for my day. So I, in this day-to-day, Maria, I have committed to this move that I want to make. And Hmm. now I am asking the universe to come in. I know it's possible. And I'm ready to take action. Mm -hmm. So when I say (laughs) she's taking action, I get a no. So, you know, you're holding yourself back from taking action because you don't see how it's possible, but you have to start taking action to see how it's possible. Yes, and also to add to that, got that there's the belief that it's going to be hard um, and also fear of the unknown, right? What if I move and, you know, it's kind of like going through the door, right? Absolutely, Um, always. When people move, not taking action. You're giving yourself an excuse not to go through the door. Yeah. And also, just to remember that we're always supported. If you're guided to do something, whether it's a move or fill in the blank, right, whatever it is, like the universe wants to support you in that. Yep. So reminding yourself, too, that if you're open to it, support can come in a lot of ways and it comes real fast. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, when you finally commit, it can come in through a back door that you didn't even know you had in your house. <laughs> I it's <have> true. That. <laughs> I mean, I've exper- I cannot tell you how many times I've experienced it. And and sometimes, uh, swear to God, a week later I'll go, "Oh my God, I I got what I wanted. And I didn't even realize it until now, until a week <laughs> later, because it." looked so different from what my limited thinking could yeah. picture, right? My, my limited ego mind, like, doesn't even know an 
ounce of the possibilities that are you know, yeah just you know be be ready and excited to play with the possibilities because it's magical guys i and you're not going to know this. You're not going to trust it. You're not going to believe it till you just say, I'm going to do it. Mm. And I'm doing it. Ooh, yes. So we're going to open up. Um, there's a few people that have raised their hands on the phone. And um, are you ready for a caller, Dee? Oh, sure. Awesome. Do you want Nevada, Indiana, or Maryland? <laughs> you pick. It, you know, the people that are supposed to come forward will come forward, and I want to just say that whatever comes in is for everybody. So listen. Absolutely. So just make I, I got, a choice. I got, I, got, I got Indiana because we're from the Midwest. Well, you go for it, baby. All right. So I am unmuting um, Indiana. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your Hi. name? Hi, this is Jennifer. Thank you, ladies. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Yay, yay, Hi, Indiana. Jennifer. Yay. Woohoo! So, so here's my question, Dee. Um, I, I, I follow you, and I've followed you for a long time. Um, Thank you. Am I, am I switched? Am I? Uh, yes, I, ma'am. I, I, At this moment, okay. you are. Okay. So start okay, laughing. So I, start laughing. <laughs> Yep, now you're not. with you. Now you're not. It's that easy. Okay. okay, so let's find out what switched you. It has to do with a male okay. personality. Mm. You know what it is? Oh, a young male. Do you have a, a son? Or? No, I don't have children. Um, uh, is this now or is this a – I mean, because I feel like I've been switched for – I mean – well, I feel like I get switched a lot, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, it's true, and you could say that about all of us. We go in and out and okay. in and out all the time. And that's why I wanted it to bring it to everybody's consciousness, um, mm. you know, so that we can start living more consistently in the balanced place. So, um, well, now they're taking me to around four years old. Oh, interesting. Um, they're insisting um, it's, a, it's a little boy. I bet it's my brother. It's got to be. Yes, that's it. Okay. So did something yes. just happen with your brother that might have switched you? Or um, or something that your brother represents from childhood that just came into your life? Oh my goodness, he represents a lot of things. Um, we are at odds uh, at the moment. Um, we mm. went through a bad incident with my mother passing, and um, we do not see eye to eye. We used to be two peas in a pod, and now we don't even speak. Um, okay. He is, yeah. That yeah. Is, oh. as long as you carry that, sweetheart. Um. You're going to go in and out and in and out and in and out of being switched. So okay. I would suggest, and I'm speaking for the channel, to spend um, some time every day, and it can just be a few minutes, but with the conscious intention of sending him love. For no reason not to get it back, um, mm -hmm. you know, for you. You're doing this for you. Okay. Just 
to send him love. Uh, the channel also wants to give he he's incredibly in fear and hurt around your mother's death. It's yes, like he imagine. doesn't know. It's really like he doesn't know who he is anymore. As, yep. as long I, as she was alive, he had an identification. So they want to give you that understanding so you have empathy and understanding for him. And you can move into the state of love. But that's the primary thing that's causing you to go in and out now. Wow. Okay. Thank you. You and bet, sweetheart. You, that's interesting. Thank you. Yeah, I thank just you, want Jennifer. to take a moment to say to everybody, you don't forgive other people for them. You forgive yeah. everyone so that you're free, so that your energy is free and you can stay in the state of love. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think so many people um, with the forgiveness thing, I'm glad that that came up, Dee, because um, I think so many of us are even waiting to be forgiven by other people until we, um, until we can love ourselves. Does that make sense? Like we uh, absolutely. We have this belief. Right, that we Absolutely. can't love ourselves unless we're forgiven by, you know, whoever it is. But again, guys, you can't create for them. They're going to hold whatever they hold. You move on into your own freedom and create the life you want. Yeah. Your creation oh. is not dependent on anybody or anything else but you. No one has the power but you, for you, for you. Yep. And um, let's go to Nevada next. We'll come over to the West Coast here. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute Nevada. Hello, are you there? Hi, this is Levon in Reno. Hi, Levon, baby. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Hey, I thought I would test out my love for money. I pictured my beautiful cockatoo that I love so much and a pile of money next to her. <laughs> I I pictured my cockatoo. I opened my heart. I looked at the pile of money and said, you're not supposed to love things. This little voice in my head said, you're not supposed to love things. Well, let me ask Ooh. you this, LaVon, because you're pretty schooled in my work. Are you supposed to love energy? You're supposed to love everything. Okay. So but this money, must be some like hidden religious belief, you know, that's hanging in there. Oh yeah, it's it, yeah. There's a belief there, and it's funny because I was going to bring it up earlier, um, Dee, yep. that a lot of people listening have this um, like to be spiritual, you can't like money and spirituality don't go together type of thing. Yeah, well, right. don't tell the Pope that. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was buried in there, but it came up. Yeah. And I pictured my bundle of money as a little dog on the floor barking and excited, and then I could love it. <laughs> well, and the channel's loving all of this, all these images that you're giving people. It's <laughs> yeah. perfect. You know this came from your mother. Um. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Which was taught to her by her mother, you know, sins of the fathers, that's right. what they mean. But right. um, they want to give you a core belief, LaVon. Hold on a minute. This page. Yeah. 
Okay. So it's guilt because you don't think you're good enough. I'll never be good enough. Aw. So I leave my joy around money and my excitement around money so I don't have to create more money because ultimately I'm not good enough to have lots and lots. I mean, you know, probably 95% of the people, including yours truly, on the call were taught that. Oh, yeah. I I remember yep. literally the words I was taught was, Didi, you never need more than you need. Really? And when I met my husband, who was very advanced in uh, consciousness training, he looked at me when I told him that, and he said, well, we'll just need some really nice dinners out, and we really need going to Hawaii 10 days every year then, honey. <laughs> and I went, yeah. I mean, for her and and the world she came from, if they had enough food and they could pay their rent, that's all they needed. But that's not mm. my world. I want more right. than that. Oh, yeah. We want to have fun. You bet. And ex- and expand and be free. We want to live in our freedom, guys. Mm-hmm. And you can live in your freedom no matter what the amount of money you have. But again, money doesn't make you happy, but it sure as hell doesn't make you unhappy. I know a Ooh, lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people who have lots of money who aren't happy. Yeah. True. I mean, I would... I just heard the news walking through, getting ready to do this call. Anthony Bourdain, who had a a hit show on CNN for years and years and years, just committed suicide. Kate Spade just committed suicide. Anthony Bourdain? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Anthony You know, your consciousness creates your happiness, not things. And that's what the teachings really meant. Mm. But then man came along and said, oh, see, you're not supposed to have money because money doesn't make, you know, give you happiness. Well, it doesn't Mm. make you miserable either. I can tell you from (laughs) firsthand experience, I've lived in both worlds. Like anything, it's a choice. Absolutely. Now, hold on. They don't want to let you go, LaVon. There's one more thing. Hold on. Okay. Um, well, we're going to the place South Pacific, and the part that we're going to is it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to you that you can be joyful around having lots and lots of money. So, um, do we need? Uh, we do. Okay. But give me a song, baby. Oh yeah, Beauty and the Beast. There we go. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh yeah. Does that fit? <laughs> well, perfectly. Yeah, because yeah, it does. you see, the money ultimately is a handsome prince that saves her, but somebody else has turned it into the beast that everybody yeah. else sees. But right. she sees, she sees the beauty in him, so that he can become what he 
wants to become and and recognize who he really is. Recognize that the money is a tool. It's a tool of energy that we use on this plane. And the more the merrier. You can have lots of fun with it. I know you're coming to my big training. You can do you great better believe things, it. you know, like that with your money. I'm so excited to have your energy Me there. And, you know, this is a great teaching for everybody on the call because it's you a know, challenge for us. Yes. Yeah. My mother taught me something else that money is dirty because people keep it in their shoes and places like that. <laughs> yeah, well, you just keep saying, send me a lot of clean money. <laughs> yeah. Send me the new stuff. Yeah, the new clean money. I'll just stuff. take that Can stuff and it? take it to the bank and say, I'd like all new bills for this, please. Yes. Can you smell <laughs> the new money? Yeah, it has that that smell to it. But I'll yeah. tell you. When I started working on this, I literally, um, when I would go out and do these conventions and stuff, you make cash money. And I would make myself sit on the bed and look at the money and hold the money and throw the money up and go, I love you. I love, Mm. I love this money. I know I love this money and I'm going to let myself love this money. Now, there's people listening that are going, oh, well, that's like a charlatan thing to do. No. <laughs> I'm saying that's, if any of that old stuff is coming up for you, that's where your block is. Mm. Because when you have money and you use it to give yourself and your loved ones joy, you love money. And you love yourself enough to give yourself even more. Bring it on, baby. You bet. <laughs> okay. Is that everything for her? That's everything. Thanks so much, Dee. I love you, honey. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank, uh-huh. thank you, LaVon. You know what's funny, Dee, um, just came in, is that a lot of people aren't physically holding money anymore because of credit cards, direct deposit into the bank. So I think for a lot of people, it would even be helpful to actually go get some actual green, right? To go actually get some bills and like yeah. do the things you're suggesting, right? Holding it, um, saying you love it, um, you know, physically having money. And yeah, because um, you yeah. want to establish a relationship with money that's as special as your relationship with your significant other person that you love. Do you respect it? Do you spend time with it? Do you love being with it? Do you love playing with it? Right? Can you feel the sex around money? I mean, if you start thinking about having a relationship with money and asking yourself, you know, do I take care of it? Do I handle it well? Like I handle my relationship with my beloved, right? And myself, right? And 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 even how I... How am I loving myself, my body, my mind, all of it, Yep, right? especially. All connected. It's all connected. Yes. <laughs> so all I, see that we're at our, I see that we're at our time. Um, are you open to taking this one web task question? Oh, sure. Okay. Um, Missy says, I got on here. I'm guessing she meant this call because I don't feel worthy and I want to love myself. I love money. Oh, yes. 
If I have lots of money, I just blow it. I spend every penny. I live in poverty. And well, she, she does that. <laughs> she, she does that because she doesn't love herself. So every time she gets money, she's going to get rid of money so she can be disappointed in herself and reestablish the fact that she doesn't care about herself. And look what a jerk I am. Yeah, Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Start with self-love and don't say you don't know how. You know how to love. One of the easiest ways is to go to a, a pet that we've loved or love right now. I mean, if I want to open my heart, I go to my little Kelpie dog. Boom. <laughs> and if you've loved a rainbow, if you've loved a baby in your life, you know how to love. Now turn that love around to yourself. I'm actually, in July, I'm rolling out, my people don't even know this yet, uh, I'm rolling out this amazing program called Focus, Fun, and Fruition which teaches you how to enter the state of love and hold your focus on it. It's a six-week program. You get two private, 15-minute private sessions with me and three webinars with me. It's quite an amazing program. If anybody really wants to delve into how to love yourself, it's a great program. It's not up on my website yet. It will be up next week. Mm, awesome. And yeah, I think you're really, when people say, I don't know how to love myself, you know, one of the simple things. That's not true. That's like, I don't know how to walk out the door. Right. I mean, simply just speaking kindly to yourself is a good start, right? Instead of beating yourself up and berating yourself, like just have nice, loving, positive self-talk. Like just start with that. So, Dee, you also have a gift for us today, and the gift is called I Am Miracle. Can you tell us a little bit about your gift, and then I'll let people know how to receive it. I will. Uh, I Am the Miracle, you know, I'm an actress, so when I'm on camera, I feel like I'm really powerful, and this is uh, an (laughs) on-camera, I want to say performance, offering uh, where I'm I'm channeling uh, all the information that the channel gave me about stop waiting for somebody else. Stop waiting for the world to give it to you. Stop waiting for someone to say they're sorry or whatever it is. Stop waiting for the story to go away. You're the miracle and you have to use the miracle of you to create the you that you want to be and the life that you want. And there's just really some invaluable information. And then at the end, I I believe people come up and I channel for them all around this, which is always incredibly valuable for people because mm-hmm. we're all so interconnected, uh, as you can yeah. see by the three callers, that, what they brought in. Um, we're just so interconnected guys that mine is yours is ours so i think you'll really enjoy this this free gift Mm, i'm excited i know you will because it's all through the channel (laughs) Woohoo! so you guys you can receive these free i am the miracle gift 
if you are on the web task right now, there is a button that says, I am the miracle. You can click that to go and receive these free gifts. If you are on the phone or you are listening on iTunes or Podbean or even to this replay, um, you can head over to pontypenny.com, click on podcast, and you can scroll down to listen to this interview again, which I think has a lot in it, and so I highly recommend that. Um, and then Dee's free gift is right below that um, as well, so you can receive I am the Miracle. Ooh, Dee, thank you so much. What um, an hour. Boy, this has been awesome. I know, and we could keep going. <laughs> yeah, we could. The energy on this call was just amazing. And so thank you for holding that and creating this and letting me be here with everybody. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And maybe I'll have to have you back on this year, um, maybe even on the topic of money, because we do spend a whole month on money. So. <laughs> oh, I'm there. Twist my arm. Woohoo! Um, Woohoo! Yeah, awesome. So do you have any little nugget? Um, just parting words, a little nugget um, for everybody listening. Yeah, the channel's really giving you permission encouraging you, applauding you to go out and be the most powerful, wealthy, healthy person that you are. So really start claiming those things. I am. Your I am presence is such a powerful force. Whatever you say I am, the energy has got to match, guys. Just remember that. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am wise. Uh, I am clear. I know. And start really define. Mm. And I love me. And I love me. Mm. You know, really yes, start claiming. And because when you claim, you are directing the energy to follow your statement and it has to that's the way energy mm. works go get them everybody go get them Woo! Hell yes to that so again i just want to say thank you everyone for joining us for the vibrant body and abundant life podcast and if you are new and you haven't yet received my free gift the vibrant body and abundant life starter kit i highly recommend you grab that as well as these free gifts it includes the 10 Keys Blueprint, an audio lesson, and a recent bonus class I just did called Creating Your Self-Love Blueprint. So again, thank you, everyone. Uh, you can join us again tomorrow. I'm going to be having a special call at 11 a.m. Um, as well. And my little nugget is remember progress, not perfection. Baby steps. Every day, just baby steps. Remember that healing and receiving Transformation takes time, compassion, patience, and self-love. All right, everyone. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit TanyaPenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.